If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. California has retired its statewide mass mandate in K-12 schools, but these changes actually might not be immediate here in Sonoma County. Looks like Santa Rosa City Schools, for instance, the biggest district in the county, is taking a wait-and-see approach before lifting its mask requirements. California will no longer require masks after March 11th. It's continuing to strongly recommend them, however. Sonoma County does not plan to implement a local general mask requirement for schools. So now, individual school districts across Sonoma County will have to determine their own approaches to masking. Well, in 24-7 Russia news, Russia actually faces a financial meltdown right now as sanctions slam its economy. Uh, the Russian ruble is now worth less than one penny because of bank sanctions. That's hardly nothing. So Western nations like us, the United States, have cut off Russian's communications with like 11,000 banks, you know, because they invaded the Ukraine. Uh, the government has also ordered a ban on foreign exchange loans and bank transfers by Russian residents outside of Russia. Uh, Russia has since tried to develop its own financial transfer system with limited access. I mean, everything that's happening is is really crazy. It's really scary. So. Yeah, I was watching uh, the news yesterday, and people are lining around the blocks at banks all across Russia trying to get their sa- like life trying savings to get out. Their money, yeah. yeah. Well, the chicks are going on the road this summer. Wide open spaces. The Chicks Tour 2022 kicks off June 14th in St. Louis. Wraps up August 13th at the Gorge in George Washington. So Patty Griffin and Jenny Lewis will be opening select shows. It's the first time the Chicks have gone on tour since 2017, and they will be performing a lot of songs from their new Gaslighter album that came out a couple years ago. And this is pretty cool. The Chicks are coming to the Shoreline Amphitheater on July 30th. Tickets will be on sale this Friday, LiveNation.com. But... Amber and I are giving away tickets at 8.30 every morning this week during the Amber Showdown. So get ready to call in. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. I'm so tired, I haven't slept away. Apparently, I have been real tired lately. What is the longest that you have ever slept? I took a nap around 3 o'clock yesterday when I got home from work. And I woke up from my nap and I was like, oh, I'm pretty well rested. It's dark out. You know, great nap. I look at my phone. It is 3 o'clock in the morning. I took a 12-hour nap. I'm surprised your cats or your girlfriend didn't wake you up or check to make sure you were alive. I'm very thankful for them for not waking me up (laughs) because apparently I desperately needed it. Sure. I used to sleep 12 hours all the time when I was a teenager, but I haven't really done it in adulthood before. And I'm almost impressed for my light hibernation that I went through. Yeah. I should have went around like a bear, maybe collected some berries and ate beforehand because I woke up starving. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Amber, what is the longest that you've ever slept in one sitting? Um, I don't think I've ever slept more than maybe six to eight hours at a time. I don't think I've ever quite made it to 12 hours. Didn't have a light hibernation like I did? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish. I always get woken up and I'm kind of a light sleeper. So So I thought that I would be feeling great 
all day because of this 12 hours but i feel just the same and apparently there's something called oversleeping yeah which means when you sleep more than eight hours it doesn't really change anything for you it just messes up your internal time clock people tell me that all the time because you know in our business we take naps yeah because we are so early so sometimes i'll nap and i'm like why do i feel bad today i i took a nap yesterday and everyone's like well did you you do oversleep (laughs) Which is not fair because you try to get sleep back and then next thing you know, you're messing yourself up even more. Nothing's ever good enough. (laughs) Life isn't fair. So on the Amber and Tanner in the morning, uh, we conduct our own surveys based on our Instagram story on Froggy. Sonoma County has slept a lot too. We asked, what is the longest you have slept in on average 14 hours? That's over a half a day. It's gonna be a good day With Amber and Tanner in the morning I got some good friends They only good time when They're awesome Today's country Froggy 92.9 So today is March 1st Also known as Fat Tuesday So Mardi Gras is French for Fat Tuesday actually uh, It's reflecting on the practice of the last night Of eating rich fatty foods Before the ritual Lenten sacrifices Now, I know we may not live in the Big Easy, but even so, I think we can enjoy a bit of the colorful celebration of Mardi Gras here in Sonoma County today. I've never celebrated Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday before. Well, you can celebrate, you know, by going to see live music, eating some delicious food, maybe some local treats from bakery. Uh, But again, you know, you and I are relatively new to Sonoma County. We came here during a shutdown, so maybe we haven't really got to celebrate Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras. Right. Um, So we're really excited about Fat Tuesday, about Mardi Gras. So we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929, you know, where can we celebrate with Mardi Gras meals? Kaylee from Windsor said shrimp and grits at the Parish Cafe in Healdsburg. And Mark from Pingrove says Simla, which I'm not familiar with. Are you? No, I've never uh, heard Sam- of it before. Simla. Simla. Uh, so it's a traditional Fat Tuesday bun in Sweden. He says, Mark says it's available at Stockholm Restaurant in Petaluma. And Brenda from Santa Rosa said, highly recommend the crawfish boil at Simmer Claw Bar in Runner Park. Interesting. Have you ever been to any of these places? I've never been to any of these places no? before. The only place I can think of is maybe Blue Ridge Kitchen, which I went to for the first time in Sebastopol. And I'm not even sure if they do anything for Mardi Gras. <laughs> I just know it's Southern cooking. Maybe a lot of people uh, will have some celebrations around Sonoma County today. Uh, maybe Sweet Teas yeah. in Windsor. I love that place. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. What is the most obnoxious kids TV show? So I got Paramount Plus a few months ago to watch the Yellowstone prequel, 1883, with Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. And now, since the show is over, I started surfing what Paramount Plus has because that's really was my only use for it. And I noticed that they have every single episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants! In yellow Amber, I know you love SpongeBob, and I love SpongeBob too as a kid. Uh, yeah, it's it comes in waves, my SpongeBob references, because it's been so long since I've watched it. So did you watch it? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> and I was watching it recently, and I feel so awful for my grand grandparents and my parents because when I was watching, I was like, I love this show still for nostalgia reasons. Sure. But as a parent who doesn't know much about the show, I would hate it. 
Yeah, my cousin Lee actually banned her kids from watching it. She no was like, kidding. She was like, it's so stupid. I won't let my kids watch SpongeBob. And I was like, but you watch it yeah. with me. <laughs> when the day comes that I have, I have kids, I'll be like, you want to watch some SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah, they probably will. But my grandpa used to always tell me, okay, let me watch my shows and we'll watch SpongeBob afterwards. We never got to SpongeBob and I don't blame them now. <laughs> at right. all. I mean, Amber, what's a kid show that you find obnoxious now? I thought it was obnoxious then. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Do you remember this show at all? I do remember Ed. Ed. My parents didn't let me watch it. Okay, so, I mean, it was, the first episode was like in 1999, and it was about these three adolescent boys and their misadventures, and they were just so annoying <laughs> and loud, and I was like... It, it, Boys don't talk like this, do they? Yeah. But they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, my dad specifically banned the show. He goes, I don't want to dumb you down. <laughs> they were they were dumb. <laughs> On our Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page, we're asking about the most obnoxious TV shows. And it starts with Alexandria from Santa Rosa. She said Ryan's mystery play date. Denise from Rotor Park says, yo, Gabba Gabba. And Amber, your mom actually commented on the post. She said, Teletubbies. Yeah, Teletubbies was annoying. <laughs> Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Love is Blind Season 2 is out now on Netflix. The pods are officially open. Open! What is you, baby? The whole point is about finding out who we are as people. I'm getting to know someone's heart before anything else. So if you haven't watched, it's a show that follows singles as they try to make love connections, but sight unseen. And anyone who does find love gets engaged and... They then meet face-to-face after they get engaged uh, before putting their love to the test in the real world, and then they head to the altar. I mean, it is peak cringe TV. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I still watch it. Uh, if you haven't watched season two, uh, I advise you to stop listening because there are some spoilers ahead. Now, throughout season two, fans saw this guy named Shake kind of struggle with not having, you know, a physical connection to a woman named Deep Tea. Uh, now, in several scenes, he actually, you know, was saying, I'm just not attracted to her, dude. Like, she, she, she's like my aunt. Like, he was saying all this, like, nasty stuff about Deep Tea, which she did not deserve. So when it came time for their nuptials, she ended up turning him down at the altar. And since all this happened, since season two aired, Deep Tea's brother posted a pretty savage rant about her ex-fiance, Shake. Now, his name is Sonny, and he goes on to say that he's here to defend his sister and that Shake is a loser. He said, you minimized my sister's life by making some awful and cringeworthy comments about her. You made these statements knowing your own mom would one day watch it. My parents and my entire family had to sit through you talking behind my sister's back about insecurities she fought with her entire life. You know, a lot of folks online are saying, you know, Sonny was too hard on Shake because ultimately Deep T did leave him at the altar. But I totally disagree. Sonny was spot on. And the things he said about Deep T on the show, about what Shake said, all those things, I would hate to have heard or hate to hear even after the fact someone say those things about me like Shake said about Deep T. And I can't imagine how she must have felt. And I would love to have a brother stand up for me like that. It'd be awesome. But do you think Sonny was too harsh on Shake? 
If you were a brother or a sibling in this situation, would you have done the same thing? Why or why not? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. I, I, I answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. For a $15 gift card to Freedman's, you have to solve today's mind bender. And here is today's question. 15% of mothers do this for their adult sons. What is it? Clue number one, it's not cooking. Clue number two, it's hot. And here's your final clue, wrinkly. All right, can you guess what today's mind bender is? Let's find out who's this. Uh, my name is Shay from Canada. What is your guess for today's mind bender? Uh, they do laundry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. That is not the correct answer, but it's very close. So think about it and call us back. Thank you. Lisa from Windsor. What is your guess for today's mind bender? Folding clothes. Think about it some more mm. and call us back, okay? Thank you. Kara Cohen from Petaluma. Ironing. That's correct. Congratulations. Not only have you won a $15 gift card to Freeman's Home Improvement, but it sounds like that you have ironed your clothes for your son before. No, I have daughters, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. This weekend at Freeman's Home Improvement is a 15% is a 15% off sale, and you have a shot to win country summer tickets at every store. But my friend, you got this gift card thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Frosty. Carrie Underwood hosted a Star Wars-themed birthday party for her son, Isaiah. He turned seven years old, and he had a custom cake with Darth Vader's head and a lightsaber. Tanner, I know you love this. I've never thought that I would be jealous of a seven-year-old, but I absolutely <laughs> am. I am so jealous. Uh, so, as I know that you love Star Wars, and you love this idea probably of this Star Wars-themed birthday party, but let's try to pick something else for your themed okay. birthday party, Tanner. Your birthday's in August. It's coming up. Uh what themed birthday party would you do? What do you want to go with if you could have one? You know, Amber, I've never even had a birthday party before my entire life. But if I was going to have one, I think I would do a white trash themed birthday party. Mm. Everyone would have mullets. Everyone would draw bad, bad tattoos on themselves. Beer cans as decorations. And I say this is a theme party, but it kind of just sounds like your typical Chambers family function. <laughs> <laughs> and so if I was going to have a theme party, that's what I would go with. That sounds fun. Yeah. I, I've seen some uh, quote unquote white trash birthday parties or, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call it. I, and it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. I like to rip up some flannel. Yeah. Some Go sleeveless. <laughs> sleeveless with the overalls. Now that's a look. What about you? That just kind of sounds like what my dad wears. Kind of <laughs> like what you're saying. But anyway, I, I've always wanted to do like a murder mystery themed cool. birthday party. Um, I do have like, you know, some murder mystery board games people people could play like Clue or something. But I want to go all out and play in the murder mystery myself and have everyone dress up like you would in Clue. Yeah. Like in ball gowns with like a cigarette or suits or like a detective's outfit. Outfit. Like, I, I really want to go all out one year. Yeah! The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9.
Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Randy. Randy has a raccoon problem at his house in Santa Rosa. He got rid of it, but Barry Martindale said there's going to be some consequences. Hello. Hi, is this Randy? Yes, this is Randy. Who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services is the name. I'm calling you because I was informed that you had some raccoons moved from your home. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was a pain in the neck. Seems like you had a problem with raccoons going through your trash and stuff like that. That's correct. Yeah, they actually kind of made a home out of my home. I'm calling you to inform you that we are launching an investigation against you because of what you did. Against me? Yeah, the city of Santa Rosa called me. They aren't too happy. I'm not too happy. Were you aware that it's actually illegal here in Sonoma County to remove raccoons from their natural habitat? I I didn't remove them from their natural habitat. I removed them from my habitat. Well, your natural habitat could also be their natural habitat. Have you ever heard of Hakuna Matata? No, I wouldn't. What? No. We are going to have to move the critters. The raccoons back to their natural environment right by your home and in your neighborhood. We're also going to have to fine you $800. Fine me $800? For what? You had no right to move those animals from their natural environment. I had every right. It wasn't their natural environment. I see the way you were trying to bend the law for your benefit. I just want to let you know I am disgusted. I'm not bending anything, no. I'm not bending anything. If anybody's bending something, it's you. This is ridiculous. So I'll send that $800 fine to your home, and we're going to need that payment by Friday at 3.30. Well, you're not going to get it. I'm not paying $800 for anything. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. (laughs) Oh, my God. You had me going there. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. How long is too long to wait for food at a restaurant? I would say I'm a pretty patient person. It's probably like my greatest virtue. But something happened to me a couple of weeks ago that really tested this good quality of mine. And I don't have very many good qualities, so (laughs) here we are. (laughs) I went to lunch with a coworker, our coworker Blake. Uh, We were going to meet a client after lunch. And we ordered our food, and I swear to you, it took over an hour for our food to get there. Yikes. And lunchtime is the time where I'm, like, most hungry because there's such a huge gap between the time, like, you and I, Tanner, eat breakfast in the morning to lunchtime. And I'm, like, about to starve to death. Like, I'm feeling weak. I'm getting a little irritated. And I was like, something is wrong. (laughs) They forgot to put our order in. They hate us. I need to, like, I need to check in on this. So finally I was like, hey. Where's our food? (laughs) (laughs) And I know you, when you get hangry, you are hangry. Like when Amber doesn't have food, the claws (laughs) come out, you don't mess around. Always got to have the snacks around. Um, But is an hour too long? Am am I wrong? Like what's the cutoff point to where you'd say something, Tanner? No, you're not in the wrong. An hour, and I'm a total people pleaser. If someone slaps me in the face, I'll probably say thank you. Uh, but, but for me, uh, 45 minutes is where I start getting irritated. Okay. Now, but at the same time, I'll probably be like, hey, I'll do the same thing you do. Hey, is there any update on my food? <laughs> and then you like stop even forming words. You just go, what's wrong with us? I have no idea. If Cole were there, he'd be like, yo, what is up? Where's the food? Like, you know what I mean? I love going to dinners with you and your fiance, Cole, because Cole will tell 
it like it is. Well, you know, he comes to the restaurant industry, so he knows what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but I got curious. Was I being a little too impatient? So we asked on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. How long is too long to wait for food at a restaurant? At Amy underscore Graveman said 25 minutes. At Rebecca 87 says around the 30 minute mark is where I would start asking questions. At Go Raiders 123 said, if it's fast casual, the wait should only be 15 to 25 minutes. I will wait for fine dining. Yeah, but how long? (laughs) The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. So we had our company holiday party over the weekend, and yes, it was delayed, but we were still extremely festive. We tried. Yeah. It was a celebration, that's for sure. And every single year at our company party, we have karaoke. And before, you know, the weekend was coming, I was like, what song am I going to do at karaoke? And I realized afterward was what song did I not perform at the company holiday party (laughs) karaoke? Had a lot of fun. Okay. Definitely had a lot of drinks. I had a lot of pressure because, you know, I did Lizzo a couple years ago and I embarrassed myself. Oh, it was fun. So we're going to have our live reactions of how karaoke went at the company Christmas party. (laughs) We haven't listened to these yet, and we're going to find out right now. So first, our friend Eloy and I did Friends in Low Places from Garth Brooks. Let's see how it turned out. It sounds like everybody in the room was singing that one. Yeah. Eloy also dragged me up there to do a song with him. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And then I did it. We're all running around, having fun and all that stuff. But I would say that was pretty good. It was pretty good. But now let's go to your fiance, Cole and I doing Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. We me saying what's happening because you started to take off your clothes. <laughs> okay. I was just taking off my jacket. and I, I thought didn't in the know moment, what was going to happen. I thought in the moment, I was like, this is going to be epic. I'm going to take it off. I'm gonna, but I couldn't get my jacket off. Yeah, there was some struggle there. <laughs> there was some struggle. <laughs> but Amber, you completely surprised me mm-hmm. with karaoke because I looked at the screen at one point and it said, coming up next, Amber and Tanner. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? I had to. Yeah. And then, so what song did you pick for us? Uh, I picked Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charmed Life. <laughs> yeah. What are you screaming? I have no idea. <laughs> But you did pick it up. I didn't know that there were more words than do 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 do. I mean, I thought that's all we'd had to do, and then like all the words started coming up on the screen, and I started to panic. But it's inspired by our do to do challenge that we do here on the show. Absolutely. So I thought it would be fun, but it sounds terrible. But hey, we had it's a great so time. Terrible. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy ninety two point nine. Amanda from Forestville, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions, Amanda. Once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Yeah. 
definitely going to see her. <laughs> Woo! Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's out of the studio. Amanda from Forestville, here's question number one. A Beetlejuice sequel is in the works. Which actor stars as Beetlejuice? I have no idea. Okay, I'll give you an X. Here's question number two. Thomas Rhett says that he lives in a house full of chaos with his four children. What was Thomas Rhett's first number one hit? Was it A, Country Again, B, Life Changes, or C, It Goes Like This? It goes like this. That is correct. Here's question number three. Six million people watched the season premiere of American Idol on Sunday night. Which country star is a judge on American Idol? Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan is correct. Here's question number four. Carrie Underwood hosted a Star Wars-themed birthday party for her son, Isaiah. Before Darth Vader was Darth Vader, he was a Jedi with a real name. Tell me that name. I don't know. That's okay. I'll give you an X. And here's question number five. Michael Douglas is going to play Benjamin Franklin in a new Apple TV Plus series. Benjamin Franklin appears on which dollar bill? One. That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Amanda from Forestville got two out of five. Amanda, were they hard today? Were they hard questions? No, I just have kids in the back. Okay. <laughs> Here's question number one. A Beetlejuice sequel is in the works. Which actor stars as Beetlejuice? Michael Keaton. That is correct. Amanda from Forestville got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two or one to zero. Question number two. Thomas Rhett says that he lives in a house of chaos with four kids. What was Thomas Rhett's first number one hit? Was it A, Country Again, B, Life Changes, or C, It Goes Like This? C? It goes like this? Uh, yes. That is correct. Okay. Amanda also got that correct. Amber, you're up two to one. Here's question number three. Six million people watched the season premiere of American Idol on Sunday night. Which country star is a judge on American Idol? Luke Bryan. That is correct. Amanda from Forestville also got that correct. Amber, you're up three to two. And here's question Number four, Carrie Underwood hosted a Star Wars-themed birthday party for her son Isaiah. Before Darth Vader was Darth Vader, he was a Jedi with a real name. Tell me that name. Anakin Skywalker. That is correct. Amanda got that incorrect. Amber, you are currently up four to two. And here's question number five. Benjamin or Michael Douglas is going to play Benjamin Franklin in a new Apple TV Plus series. Benjamin Franklin appears on which dollar bill? A hundred. That is correct. Perfect five out of five for Amber. Compared to Amanda's two out of five. Amanda, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown today. That's okay. All right. It is okay. You want to know why? Why? Because we're giving you tickets to see the chicks. Oh, my God. It's happening at the Shoreline Amphitheater on July 30th. But, Amanda, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than you. But you're going to be heading to the Shoreline Amphitheater on July 30th to see the chicks, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Hannah on Froggy 19.9.